Listener Production. Find out what's driving the gains in our market. And what is the US Federal Reserve expected to do with interest rates? Good afternoon, I'm Laura. I'm Craig. It's Wednesday, the 14th of June. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Craig, we just had our third straight session of gains. How are you feeling about it? Feeling good, feeling good. Playing the follow the leader with the United States and the UK and Europe more generally. All the markets around the world seem to rise today. Yeah, that's exactly right. So locally, we saw our market lift by 23 points or a third of 1% to 7,162. And currently, as it stands, we've recouped all of last week's losses. So last week, we fell 0.32% over the week. And currently, we're up 0.55% just in the past two trading days this week. But there's plenty coming up tonight and tomorrow, which could move the needle. So we can't say we're safe just yet. And of course, we will get to that. But we did get some interesting data today. Nothing market moving as such, but we got some weekly consumer confidence. Yeah, it's not earth shattering, but consumer confidence, a weekly reading coming out from ANZ and Roy Morgan. A three-year low. Well, that's no surprise, is it? No Absolutely one's overly not. cheery at the moment. No. So that's a 4.1% fall in the, in the space of a week. And you look at the components of the index. They ask questions about the economy, looking ahead. They look at your financial situation now and a year ahead. And they ask whether it's a good time to buy a major household item. Apparently, it's not. It's Apparently not. Apparently, it's not. No. Ten... Even with the end of financial year sales, it's probably still not. <laughs> The most consumers say no, 10.9% fall about whether it's a good time to buy a, a major household item or not. Skilled job vacancy, so we've had a softening in the job market as well. We've had a 2.9% fall in skilled job vacancy, so the ads are down 4.4% on the year. And we did have some data on overseas arrivals and departures. More people travelling overseas, that's hardly a surprise. Want to get away from all the gloom. <laughs> Around about three quarters of a million Aussies travelled overseas in the month of April. Where did they go? Well, they went to the closest destinations, New Zealand and Indonesia, and something like half a million visitors came to, to Australia. Where they come from? Basically, New Zealand, the United States and the UK. And why is this information important for us to know about in terms of the share market? Well, you think about it in terms of job vacancies, employment. If more people have got jobs, more people are likely to spend Consumer confidence, what they say is when consumers are more confident, they're more likely to spend. Well, sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes even when they're despondent, they like to spend. So <laughs> Me. <laughs> and the other one is overseas arrivals and departures. That's super important in terms of Qantas and Flight Centre and Webjet and any of the travel uh, stocks. And surprisingly, though, they were a little bit soft today. Very interesting to keep up to date with all the economic data and how it really ties into what we see in our markets and what we see in particular stocks. But looking at sectors today, about half of our sectors ending higher, six of 11, that is. So we saw miners doing best. They were up around two and a half percent. Energy stocks performed well as well. So last night we saw a lift in oil and iron ore prices, and that will generally lift our miners and energy stocks. Financials lifted around 1%, three out of four major banks lifted, but we did see a pullback in tech stocks coming off yesterday's high. Just a reminder, yesterday tech stocks were up around 3.5%, that's the sector in total. They hit their highest level in over four months, so now they're coming off that quite high benchmark today. They lost 1.5%, but 
Healthcare seemed to be the worst performer today. They lost around 5% and it was mostly due just to one stock. Yes, one stock, CSL, its share price down almost 7%, 6.9%. What did it come out with? Well, it came up with uh, some disappointment for investors in terms of what to look out for with profitability. $2.8 billion expected in terms of its earnings for this current year on a constant currency basis. But when you add in the movements in the US dollar and a stronger US dollar, that's going to weigh on profitability. Now, it didn't stop there in terms of the guidance. So they looked ahead to the 24 financial year, the coming financial year, and they're saying that revenue grows somewhere between 13 and 18%. Looking at earnings around about $2.9 billion. The problem is the consensus of analysts out there has $3.5 billion dollars. So they're saying, well, there's a bit of a gap there. You know, so the company's somewhat downbeat. We, we seem mm. to be too optimistic. They also expect their foreign currency headwinds to be up by around 37%. So that's driving their profits lower as well. Now, IGO Limited was another one that caught my eye. It's awarded two companies. The first is Berenti. It's a mining services company that includes providing future technology solutions And the second was ABB, who are an automation and robotic specialist focusing on sustainability solutions. So IGO has awarded these two companies with a contract to collaborate and explore approaches for net zero emissions targets for its underground and open pit mines. So specifically, the study will work towards full electrification of IGO's underground nickel project in Western Australia. Now, what does electrification mean? I had to Google it today. It's the process of replacing technologies (laughs) that use fossil fuels like coal, oil and natural gas with technologies that use electricity as a source of energy. The goal is to come up with solutions of how IGO can move away from those more traditional mining practices and towards a more sustainable way of doing things that reduce emissions. So we saw IGO shares lift around 3%. Oh, that's a very tidy gain when you compare that the overall market was only up a third of 1%. Exactly. But we also heard from Auckland Airport today, not very good. No, change in dividend policy for Auckland Airport. Previously, 100% of profits was sent back to the investors in terms of dividends. Now, 70 to 90% of the underlying profit will go back to shareholders. Now, I'm a little bit surprised in terms of the market's reaction, down in the order of 3.8%. I think it's a smart move to hold back some money to upgrade. And over the next 10 years, they said they're going to use $5.6 billion New Zealand dollars of capital to upgrade that infrastructure. So it makes sense that they're going to pay less to their shareholders because they're using it for other good things that will improve the business. We also heard from IAG today. They did well after hosting its Investor Day where its CEO told investors that the company's on track to meet its financial targets this year. And it also increased its medium-term target as well. So while the company recently had greater insurance claims due to natural disasters, and this impacted their share price over the past few years, they seem to be coming back. They've ramped up premiums and made some strategic changes within the business. And today we saw its shares lift to a 52-week high during the session, they ended two and a half percent higher. So we'll hear more about what they're doing on the 21st of August when they release their full year results. Now, what about Advanced Health Intelligence? This is an interesting company. It has personalized health services to smartphone users. Now, what the, the smartphone user can do is to use something called body scan 
And do you able to check your body measurement, your dimensions oh. and whatnot? It's, it's been in the recipients of speeding tickets. Basically, when the share price rises effectively too quickly, you know, sort of in light of the fact that there's no news coming out. And so, well, why is your share price up so much? The ASX, the stock exchange, asked what's going on. What happened on Tuesday, Advanced Health Intelligence shares were up 370%, a gain from 8.5 cents up to 40 cents. And what it did disclose is that they were involved with a private placement to a firm called Orca Capital, $5 million. So today, it's share price back down in the order of 50%. So easy come, easy go in terms <laughs> of share price increases. Perhaps one to watch. Yes. One to, watch. one to keep your eye out for among many of the other stocks to be watching. Now, there's a lot coming up tonight and tomorrow. So we have the producer price index coming out of the US. It's basically a measure of business inflation. Yep. Now, it is an important measure, but n- not quite as important as the inflation data that we got last night and not quite as important as the interest rate decision. Well, you want things to go in the same direction. So you've had US consumer prices out last night, as you say, came in a little bit better than expected in terms of the headline rate of inflation. And now we're sitting around about 4% in terms of the rate of consumer price inflation. In terms of producer prices, which is out tonight, the expectation is the annual rate will fall from 2.3% down to 1.5% and the core rate will fall as well. So falls in inflation, that's what the central banks want to see exactly. at the moment. That's why they've been lifting interest rates. <laughs> so they're getting you know, so the desired response. The US Federal Reserve handing down its decision later tonight. Well, it's early morning tomorrow. It is. Yes, it's 4 a.m. You're going to be up for that one? I'll be up for that one. Yes, <laughs> It's, it's good television viewing, I think, <laughs> you know, so to be able to see what they decided. The Federal Reserve, for the first time in around about 11 meetings, mm-hmm. is, is going to hold interest rates steady. Now, that's the expectation. Yeah, but obviously yeah. there's always a, a chance that it can go another way, which would be a shock to markets, and it could rattle our markets if that happens. We also get Aussie job mm-hmm. figures coming out tomorrow. Now, that's important for our interest rate decision next time. Yes, if you see a, a large rise in employment and a large fall in unemployment, you know, so that suggests a strong economy and uh, suggests higher inflation and perhaps you know, sort of higher interest rates. So it is something to, to watch. It is a biggie. It is you know, sort of probably the, the preeminent monthly indicator yes. That, yes. We, that we watch. And what we got last month from the jobs data was it was weaker than expected, essentially. They expected it to rise by 25,000 jobs but it actually fell by 4,300 jobs. A few other things coming up tonight. We have the European Central Bank and the Bank of Japan handing down their interest rate decision. And then tomorrow, the big China data dump. Yes, we we get everything bar the kitchen sink coming out (laughs) from China. We we basically get retail spending, industrial production, investment, uh, unemployment. They're the the key indicators. We'll Mm -hmm. get the same out of the United States uh, on on Thursday as well. The activity data coming out of both the United States and Mm -hmm. out of China over Mm -hmm. the next couple of days. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow because it will be tomorrow night our time. And the reason why it's important what happens in China is because they're our biggest trade partner. They're the world's second largest economy. And what happens over in China can affect what we see in commodity prices And that can affect what we see here in our local share market in terms of mining and energy stocks. So that's why it's important to keep up to date with that and see how their economy is tracking. But lately, it's been softer than expected out of China. 
Yes, and China is looking to stimulate its economy. That's what the expectations are, and that's one of the reasons why you know, say our miners did so well today, that um, exactly. lower interest rates coming out of China. Exactly right. And I think we'll leave it there for today. We could keep chatting forever, but thanks for being on the podcast again today, Craig. Thank you very much. Catch you tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.